the half-wise, recognizing the comparative unreality of the universe, imagine that they may defy its laws, such are vain and presumptuous fools, and they are broken against the rocks and torn asunder by the elements by reason of their folly. The truly wise, knowing the nature of the universe, use law against laws, the higher against the lower, and by the art of alchemy transmute that which is undesirable into that which is worthy and thus triumph. Mastery consists not in abnormal dreams, visions, and fantastic imaginings or living, but in using the higher forces against the lower, escaping the pains of the lower planes by vibrating on the higher. Transmutation, not presumptuous denial, is the weapon of the master. The Kabbalion. What is up, family? I missed you guys. I'm sorry I'm late. Life has been crazy, but who would I be if I didn't practice what I preach and get on here? Better late than never, right? So today I am reviewing the Kabbalion. I'm really excited to review this book for you guys. I love these type of reads. And I took so much notes and then at the end of it all decided that I'm going to have to freestyle this because it sounds like a different language. <laughs> and it's one of those books where it truly is a different language if you're not ready to hear it. But it says in this book that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that if you're listening, you're ready to hear this message. And I'm going to try my hardest to make it relatable, understandable, because a lot of this is complex, you know. In the book, it discusses the illumined, right? It talks about the illumined people. Who are these illumined people? These illumined people are me and you. My understanding from this, my interpretation, is that they are talking about individuals who understand their connection to a higher power, their connection with to God. Um, we call it spiritual beings, you know, we have this whole spiritual community that we talk about. But honestly, I really hate labels. And to be completely honest, what I understand this to be is just I'm just connected to God. You know, I'm, I just always been and I always will be connected to God. And some people, it takes developing them to develop and have this awareness or wake up to understand that they're connected to God. Because let's be honest, uh, we're all connected to God. We're all created from the same thing. We're all made up of the same stuff. And the perfect way to explain this is the first chapter, not the first, the first real chapter, in my opinion, and it's called the mental universe. The all is spirit. But what is spirit? This question cannot be answered for the reason that its definition is practically that of the all, which cannot be explained or defined. Spirit is simply a name that men give to the highest conception of the infinite living mind. It means the real essence. It means living mind, as much superior to life and mind as we know them, as the latter are superior to the mechanical energy and matter. Spirit transcends our understanding, and we use the term merely that we may think or speak of the all. 
For the purposes of thought and understanding, we are justified in thinking of spirit as infinite living mind, at the same time acknowledging that we cannot fully understand it. We must either do this or stop thinking of the matter at all. So now that we understand the all, what this book means by the all, and a constant quote throughout this whole book is the all is mind and the universe is mental, right? So mental transmutation is being able to connect and tap into this living mind, this source that we are able to connect to because we are all connected. And being connected to this source, we are able to transmute unwanted energies and circumstances. And this is what they refer to as mental transmutation changing that which is undesirable into another form on this physical plane. So you could so you could deliberately change your physical circumstances by understanding these laws. This is what this book is telling you. So let's get into how, right? How we have to understand the law of vibration first. We all heard this concept before, but do we really understand it? Let me read a quote from the Kabbalion. Every thought, emotion, or mental state has its corresponding rate and mode of vibration. And by an effort of the will of the person or of other persons, these mental states may be reproduced just as a musical tone may be reproduced by causing an instrument to vibrate at a certain rate, just as color may be reproduced in the same way. By a knowledge of the principle of vibration, as applied to mental phenomena, one may polarize his mind at any degree he wishes, thus gaining a perfect control over his mental states, moods, etc. In the same way, he may affect the minds of others, producing the desired mental states in them. In short, he may be able to produce on the mental plane that which science produces on the physical plane, namely, vibrations at will. This power, of course, may be acquired only by the proper instruction, exercises, practice, etc., the science being that of mental transmutation, one of the branches of the hermetic art. The law of vibration, it, mm, it's kind of hard to ground this concept, and even though we say that we get it, do we get it enough to actually apply it? No, because if we did, most of us, our circumstances would be different, right? And that's no shade, but how many people do you know personally that are intelligent, that are well-educated people, heard of this concept, accepted as truth, but they have no idea how to apply it. And they don't teach us about ourselves at school, so I mean, can we even blame these people? I'll quickly try to ground this, the law of vibration for you. Um, I'll use the example of my son, right? I love my son and he takes up so much of my heart, but it's deeper than that. I know it's so much deeper than that. I like to say that we are connected on a crown level, at the crown, that we are soul family at least that's the best way I could describe it. Or 
we are just connected on different planes as this book would describe it beyond the physical i know that when something's wrong with my son i know he doesn't have to speak he doesn't even have to be in my presence for me to know there's something wrong with him right moms all the moms out there i know could attest to this i wouldn't even have to explain it much further if i was only talking to mothers but I know if I'm gonna get a call from Aiden's school before I get the call. I know if Aiden's about to call me to come downstairs before he does it, I'll just get up, right? For instance, my mom, I know when my mom's thinking about me, I know when she's about to call me. So there are different planes and telepathy, clairvoyant, clairaudient, these are all real things. Think of the connections you have with your kids, your family, your lover. I know for me romantically, I communicate through music and I know who's thinking about me based on what song I hear. Um, people tap into me through music all the time. This book talks about different levels of existence and that we manifest on different planes before we actually see the physical manifestation. So we are all connected. And never mind the physical plane when we discuss the law of vibration or any other, vi not any other vibration, but any other law for that matter. All you need to know is that we are all connected and that is something that goes way beyond this existence. This first quote from the chapter of polarity kind of ties into the law of vibration and you could get a better understanding of what I was explaining in my examples previously. In addition to the changing of the poles of one's own mental states by the operation of the art of polarization, the phenomena of mental influence in its manifold phases shows us that the principle may be extended so as to embrace the phenomena of the influence of one mind over that of another, of which so much has been written and taught of the late years. When it is understood that mental induction is possible, that is that mental states may be produced by induction from others, then we can readily see how a certain rate of vibration or polarization of a certain mental state can be communicated to another person and his polarity in that class of mental states thus changed. It is along this principle that the results of many of the mental treatments are obtained. For instance, a person is blue, melancholy, and full of fear. A mental scientist bringing his own mind up to the desired vibration by his trained will and thus obtaining the desired polarization in his own case then produces a similar mental state in the other by induction the result being that the vibrations are raised and the person polarizes towards the positive end of the scale instead toward the negative and his fear and other negative emotions are transmuted to courage and similar positive mental states a little study will show you that these mental changes are nearly all along the line of polarization, the change being one of degree rather than of kind. Polarity, what does this all mean? 
Well, I want to look at the yin-yang symbol because I feel like this is the best way to describe it. So yin-yang, it looks like a pair of opposites, but I know the true meaning of yin-yang to be one. It is a system working together, the black and the white, right? There is no separation. In this book, there's a chapter called The Law of Rhythm, and it describes it as the pendulum swing, how the measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left and vice versa, it compensates. So how we manifest with the law of rhythm is by compensating. And the definition of compensating, for those of you that don't know, is making up for by exerting opposite the force or effect. Geminis are great at this. We do this blindly. We don't even know that we're doing this. This is why people love to call us bipolar. Um, some call it denial, but if you look closer, it's mere will. It's us forcing our will by refusing to acknowledge something we would consider beneath us. Example, perfect example, Trump, right? Let's not, I'm not even going to get into that, but we do this all the time by going to the extreme going straight to the other extreme i explained this to you in my last episode for those of you that listened right that's the perfect example of using the law of polarity everything is dual everything has poles everything has its pair of opposites like and unlike are the same opposites are identical in nature but different in degree extremes meet all truths are but half truths all paradoxes may be reconciled everything is dual and we like to say split it's different it's an opposite it's separate and it's really one we are not looking at it right if we go back to the all connectedness that we were talking about in the beginning how we are all connected we are all intertwined we are all part of the same thing and it is this fact that enables the hermeticist to transmute one mental state into another along the lines of polarization Things belonging to different classes cannot be transmuted into each other, but things of the same class may be changed, that is, may have their polarity changed. Thus love never becomes east or west or red or violet, but it may and often does turn into hate. And likewise, hate may be transformed into love by changing its polarity. Courage may be transmuted into fear and vice versa. Hard things may be rendered soft. Dull things become sharp, hot things become cold, and so on. The transmutation always being between things of the same kind of different degrees. Take the case of a fearful man. By raising his mental vibrations along the line of fair courage, he can be filled with the highest degree of courage and fearlessness. And likewise, a slothful man may change himself into an active, energetic individual by simply polarizing along the lines of the desired quality. The next principle I want to discuss is the law of causation very powerful chapter because it really encourages us to tap into our higher selves to be bold enough to be the masters of our own lives and we always talk about this very very powerful stuff the divine broken down to a science 
it's just amazing this book and the knowledge that we have access to if we only knew the real us you know every cause has its effect every effect has its cause everything happens according to law chance is but a name for law not recognized there are many planes of causation but nothing escapes the law Geometry comes to mind when I read this chapter. Synchronicities, patterns. I just finished watching this show on Netflix with the chess, the chess player. And she was amazing at recognizing patterns. They say that genius is so close to madness. Again, the pendulum swing, right? Extremes becoming one. There is so much you could do with manifestation by applying this principle. I don't think I will be able to explain it the way the book does, so I'm just gonna read to you a quote from this book on the chapter, The Law of Causation. The majority of people are carried along like the falling stone, obedient to environment, outside influences, and eternal moods, desires, etc not to speak of the desires and wills of the others stronger than themselves, heredity, environment, and suggestion carrying them along without resistance on their part or the exercise of the will. Move like the pawns on the checkerboard of life. They play their parts and are laid aside after the game is over. But the masters, knowing the rules of the game, rise above the plane of material life and placing themselves in touch with the higher powers of their nature, dominate their own moods, characters, qualities, and polarity, as well as the environment surrounding them and thus become movers in the game instead of pawn, causes instead of effects. The masters do not escape the causation of the higher planes, but fall in with the higher laws, and thus master circumstances on the lower plane, thus form a conscious part of the law instead of being mere blind instruments. While they serve on the higher planes, they rule on the material plane. Understanding our part in the universe, understanding simple laws like polarity and causation, understanding that you're a part of a whole and things like connecting on different planes or the law of correspondence even in this book, it talks about the law of correspondence and we are all manifesting on different planes there are many different planes think of all living things on this earth right plants we know it's conscious it's living these animals there's some animals you could wave your hand over and they can't they don't even know you exist look at the way our body functions right to one cell it could be performing something and not knowing that it's performing for a whole entire system a whole body you know the roles that our senses play in our lives like there are just so many things that we overlook we don't look into and by looking into these things and getting to know ourselves we can really control or co-create with the universe with our god we do this often when we say we pray and we manifest and Going back to the Illumin people, the people that know this connection to God and to spirit, what they call in this book, the living mind, they are able to force their will through faith 
right? By placing their faith in this higher power and forcing it and truly, truly believing that they can change them, their circumstances. You know, that is manipulating these energies. That is understanding these energies and understanding that you are able to create your circumstances um, through mental because all is mental and we are really just projectors. You could think of the mind as a projector and everything that you see is truly what you believe on the inside, what you feel on the inside, what you feel about yourself, you know, what you think you could have, all your limit, all your limitations. This is everything that is projected to you on the outside. We know that we all live in the world, right? And many people experience this world different ways extremely differently we could see this in the climate today in our environment today how we all are a part of this world but we are having different experiences and that is undeniable so of course we can look at the other side because as we explain in this review there's always another side right well we could say that some people are born with a better advantage than us or just some people have it better right but the point is to use what we have and connect with this higher source and understand that there are many people that are born under the same exact circumstances but they end up in different situations why it's mere will look at the people that say they lived in a car or they had nothing nothing the pursuit of happiness the a perfect movie to explain this concept this whole book right living in his car living in a in a train station to a certain extent now we could take our power back and we could take accountability for the things that are happening in our own lives or have the courage to know that we are able to change certain things that are happening in our own lives um, never confuse yourself with God though. This is so important. Again, we are co-creating. We are working with a higher source. Every book that we have read so far, it is about connecting with and co-creation. It is very unfortunate for those who confuse themselves with God because they realize that they are God-bodied. It is so problematic and we usually see the fall of these people. So always humble yourself and understand that you are working with divine energy and that you are divine um and balance right this book really talks about the balance and the in-between and understanding these laws being able to use these laws to your advantage once you understand them so i recommend this book uh i highly recommend this book i think this is a book that everyone should have in their library i would definitely get this book so that is all for today guys i hope you take this book and have the courage to change whatever you feel like you don't like in your life any circumstances or relationships that are unfavorable in your life i hope you have the power and the will to change it i love you guys so much thank you for being patient with me hopefully i can remain consistent next week i will put out a new list of the books that we will be reading i think i want to read the emerald tablets next but 
let's just see what happens next week. Life has been really ridiculous and I just have a feeling that it is far from over. So I love you guys. I can't wait to speak to you guys next time. If you guys want to check out my books, I'll leave it in the description box below. Every Little Living Thing and Jasper. And yeah. Bye.